Just Our Real Estate, episode number 253. All right, guys, thank you and welcome to the show. My name is Mike Simmons and this is Just Our Real Estate and I am really excited to have you with me here today and I am really excited to get started and dive into today's content. But before I do, I wanna talk a little bit about a couple of different subjects. Number one, lead generation. Guys, every real estate investor that I know, every really successful real estate investor complains about one thing constantly and that's they don't have enough leads. They can't get enough leads in. So what you need to do at all times as a real estate investor is be looking for leads. Now, how do you do this? There's a lot of different ways. You can do it through the MLS. I've talked about that quite a bit. You can do it through direct marketing like postcards and yellow letters and bandit signs and things like that. That's a great way to do it. There's another way to do it that isn't talked about very often, and it's a very underutilized method of generating leads and actually getting deals coming to you all the time. And that's internet marketing. That's doing it online, having a website where you uh, advertise that you buy houses, right? And this online presence, this online marketing can generate leads for you 24 seven, not just when you send out postcards and then you have to repeat the cycle. I'm talking about all the time, leads coming in when you're sleeping, when you're busy, when you're when you're out, you know, hanging out with your friends or hanging out with your family. These leads are coming in all the time. I can tell you firsthand because it's happening for me and my business. I got my first lead generating website up about a month and a half ago. And I can tell you, I am already generating leads. And some of them, I am doing some pay-per-click stuff. Some of them are just happening because people are finding me online. That's the beauty of it. People find you and you don't necessarily have to spend a dime generating those leads and getting people to your site. So I highly suggest that you get a lead generating website. And you might say, how do I do this? I don't know how to build a website. Well, that's taken care of for you. Lead Propeller is a company that offers very customizable websites designed specifically for real estate investors like you and me. If you go to my website, at the front page on the right-hand side, there's a banner for Lead Propeller. Click the banner and it'll take you to the Lead Propeller site. And if you put in the, the promo code, just start, you get one month free. 30 days to try the product out, see if you like it, see if it's everything that I'm telling you it is because I'm using it myself. But you get that one month to try it out. So go to my website, juststartrealestate.com. On the front page, on the right-hand side, there's a banner for Lead Propeller. Click that banner. It'll take you there. You can read all about the site. You can, you can play with it, look at it, pick a name for your website, and actually get it up and running and generating leads before you ever have to pay a dime. You can't beat that, guys. Go check it out. I know you're going to love it. I am already generating leads and making money off of my site. And like I said, some of them haven't costed me, haven't cost me anything. So go check it out. You will be glad that you did. Okay, let's dive into the show. All right, guys, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. Today, we're going to talk about being overwhelmed and what to do when you feel overwhelmed in the business. And I can tell you this, and I'm, I'm kind of saying it sarcastically, but I'm, I'm sort of really meaning it too. If you never feel overwhelmed in this business, if you are trying to get started or you've been in real estate for a while and you've never felt overwhelmed, you're just not trying hard enough. You're not... You're not really pushing yourself in this business at all. And I, I question it. I don't know what you're doing because most people I know get an overwhelmed feeling pretty quickly. Now, I will say this. If you're 
only trying to flip a house a year or if you only want to pick up one rental you know every six to eight ten months and, and you're just really dabbling and want to take it slow then I guess I could see not being overwhelmed, right? You might be overwhelmed while you're buying a house or whatever, but if, if you're really taking it slow that way and trying to take a, a really slow and steady approach, I, I guess the overwhelmed feeling may not hit you as often. But honestly, most of us are really overwhelmed a lot. And you don't necessarily have to be, but like I said, even if you're buying one flip a year, right? Let's just say you want to buy one, you want to flip one house every year. Sometime during the process of flipping that one house, almost guaranteed you're going to feel overwhelmed. It might just be for one day. It might just be for one afternoon when things start going wrong or there's a lot going on in your life and you have to do something and you have to meet a contractor and they don't show up and the work isn't done and whatever. You'll feel overwhelmed, right? So I'm not saying you're going to feel overwhelmed 24-7, but if you really are pushing yourself in this business and you're really trying to ramp it up and trying to really do big things, you can feel overwhelmed quite a bit. And that's what I want to address today because really it's a mindset, right? In this podcast, I'm not I'm not here to just educate you on how to flip houses or how to buy houses to as rentals or to how to get started as a, as a wholesaler. You sort of need more than that, right? I can give you the tools, but there's still psychological things that are going to hold you back from time to time, and I want to try to help you break through those as well. One of them is the feeling of being overwhelmed, and I can tell you this. Being overwhelmed usually, and, and I'm going to speak from experience a little bit here too because that's what this is about, right? I mean, I'm trying to tell you what I've learned. I'm trying to tell you the knowledge that I've gained in, in, the, in, the, in the industry and the associations that I've made and all the investors that I've met over the years, what I hear, what's the feedback, what's going on, right? So this is from people I know, my experiences, but when you're overwhelmed in this business, usually, not always guys, but usually it has to do with poor planning on your part. So this would fall under the category of what I once in a while like to lovingly refer to as tough love. And this is a little bit of tough love. I have been overwhelmed plenty of times, so I'm not excluding myself from this list of, of maybe not being as organized or planning as well as I should for things that are coming up. Sometimes I just you know figure I can handle whatever and I don't necessarily make the best plans and I don't you know lay the groundwork the way I should sometimes to avoid the stress. And being overwhelmed is just another form of stress. And a lot of times it can be avoided or it can be minimized significantly if you plan accordingly, okay? And what I mean by plan accordingly is this. Don't get three houses under contract simultaneously. Wait until you close in order, or, or wait until just before closing, I should say, to try to find somebody or some way to fund them. You should have a plan. Maybe it's a hard money lender. Maybe it's a traditional lender. Maybe you have a private investor. Maybe you're going to do a combination of, of your funds, private investor funds, or private investor funds and hard money, right? There's a lot of ways that you can fund a deal, but you should have an idea of how you're going to do that before closing of a property or three properties. So you get three properties under contract. You're supposed to close in 30 days. 25 days from now, you go, oh my gosh, I'm not sure how I'm going to fund these. Now I got to scramble, right? You will feel overwhelmed. You'll feel stressed. You'll feel frustrated. And it's, it's, it's due to bad planning. Now, that's kind of an extreme example. Most people wouldn't do that, right? But what can happen is even when you plan pretty well, 
you still have to try to foresee things that are coming up. If you're an experienced investor, you should not allow things to surprise you that have happened already to you in the past. And, and I see this too, where investors that have been doing this for a while, you know, they assume everything's going to go well when they know darn well that it probably won't all the time. And they don't have contingencies. They don't have backups. Like for example, uh, contractors, right? Contractors are vital, especially if you're a house flipper. They're vital to your business. They are huge. They can have an enormous impact on the success or failure of a project. I've said this a million times on this podcast. Your contractor plays a huge, huge role in your business if you're a house flipper. So if you're ramping up your business and you're going from maybe, say, flipping one house every four or five months to flipping a house every month or a couple of houses a month, you're going to have to have backup plans and contingency plans for when and if your contractor kind of bugs out on you or maybe you have to, you know, you have so much work going on that your contractor can't handle it all, so you hire another one. But I guess my point is, it's like this. I'm gonna use a football analogy here, so bear with me. On a football team, you have some very important positions that need to be filled all the time, right? Every position is important, but let's just use the quarterback, right? It's considered to be the most important position on the team. No team goes into a game with one quarterback. Every team has backup quarterbacks and contingency plans if their quarterback gets hurt or can't perform in the game. You should look at your business the same way. If you have a contractor that you love and he's a great contractor, that's fantastic, but guess what? Something could happen to him. What if he got hit by a bus tomorrow? What if he just decided he don't wanna be a contractor anymore, he wants to do something else? What if um, you just have more work than he can handle, right? You need backup plans. So I suggest any house flipper have a contractor that you love and that you trust. That's awesome. Have other people on the back burner, other people on the sidelines that can help and jump in when and if you ever need them. If you don't have that and something happens with your contractor through their fault, your fault, combination of both or nobody's fault, something just happens where you need to replace them. If you don't have another option, you're gonna be scrambling and that creates frustration. It'll make you overwhelmed. And it's just an example, it's one example, but. When you're overwhelmed, like I said in the beginning, a lot of times it's because you're not planning for things to go wrong. You're just assuming everything is gonna go great all the time. But you need to have contingency plans. You need to plan ahead. You need to try to forecast like any business out there. They forecast what they're gonna need in the coming year or in the coming months or in the coming weeks in order for the business to run smoothly. You should not run your business any differently than that. You need to sit down every once in a while and look ahead. What am I planning on doing? What do I have in the pipeline? What do I expect to be doing? And how can I make sure those things can happen without any hiccups? Maybe something as simple as going on vacation can overwhelm you because before you go on vacation, there's a million things you're gonna have to do to make sure the contractor's set up, to make sure your private investors have everything they need, to make sure if there's any closings that are gonna happen that everything goes smoothly and there's, there's, there's plans in place for that. And maybe you have assistants or somebody who are gonna help you out with that kind of stuff. These are the kind of things that you have to do, but looking ahead and saying, hey, I'm gonna be on vacation in three months. So here's what I project will be going on in three months, and these are the things that I have to prepare for. So being overwhelmed, unfortunately, a lot of times is a matter of you or I not being prepared, not planning ahead, and, and, and maybe not even having systems in place, like we talked about yesterday, the importance of systems and how do you create those systems. 
a, a business person with good systems who plans ahead and tries to forecast what's going to be going on in their business are significantly less overwhelmed and stressed than those of you or those of us who don't. So I'm not taking myself out of this. I'm, I'm guilty. I really am. I, I can be very guilty of, of just sort of flying by the seat of my pants and push, 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 and not necessarily, you know, planning for everything that could possibly happen. And, and nobody can plan for everything that could happen because things happen sometimes that are unforeseen. But a lot of times you're being overwhelmed by things you could have foreseen. So those are the things you need to try to plan for and be as organized as you can so that when things come up, they don't overwhelm you because there are exceptions to the rule, not the rule. All right, guys, that's all I have for today. Remember, if you want to be a real estate investor, if you want to get involved in real estate and really do something big in this business, there's only one way to make that dream a reality. Just start. Thank you.